to rehearse the uh, theme for the year, living a life of purpose. I will preach on Yashad next week, but living a life of purpose. Somebody say living a life of purpose. See, God is not an accidental God. God is the God of purpose. Somebody say God is the God of purpose. In Genesis chapter 1, the Bible says that God said, let us make man in our own image and let him have dominion. Verse 28 says that let him have dominion over the fish, over the birds of the air, over the things that walk around the, the, the way, the, the road, the, the earth. He said that let him have dominion. He, he had a purpose for man. Hallelujah. And the Bible says, so he formed man. And he put man, he had a reason to form man. In Genesis chapter 2 verse 8, the Bible says, And God created the garden of Eden, a garden in the east of Eden, and put man there. And he said to the man, tend and eat. The Bible says that there was no rain on the earth. I think verse 5 says that there was no rain on the earth because man was not in place to tend for the plants. Hallelujah. Before the plant of the field was on the earth and before any herb of the field had grown, for God had not caused it to rain on the earth. And what? The reason, and because, or the, the other verse said, because there was no man in place to till the land. God is not a waster. I said, God is not a waster. If he allowed the rain to fall, the herbs will grow, there will be weeds all over the place, and there will be man in place to till the land. Because man was not there, so there was no rain. He held the rain until man was in place. Because man had to fulfill purpose. Someone say, I have a purpose. Say it like you mean, I have a purpose. My life is not an accident. How many believe that your life is not an accident? There is a purpose and a plan for your life. And this year, God has a purpose and a plan for you. I said this year, God has a purpose and a plan for you. So, I would ask God, what is the purpose for my life this year? What do you want me to achieve this year? In my academics, what are you... What do you want from me? In my emotional life, what do you want? In my finances, what do you want? Is there a plan? If if there's a plan, let me know what the plan is. They say that when purpose is not known, abuse is what? Inevitable. Could it be that we have abused our lives? And could it be that we have abused time because we didn't know the purpose we had? Uh, I'm asking a question. Nobody's answering my question. Could it be that uh, because you didn't know the purpose of the wife you had, you abused the relationship? Could it be that because you didn't know the purpose of your husband in your life, you didn't achieve the totality of the gift of God 
that is a husband. See, all of us are products of our environment and our upbringing. Give me a bit of volume. So, monkey see, monkey do. All we know is that we, we, are, we come up, we are sent to school, we go to school, then we stumble into a, a career, and then we do whatever we've been, we, we, the career option or pathway that's given to us. And at a point, we see that everybody around our age group is getting married, so we also get married. And then you see that when the people get married, then a few months or, or years later, they have babies. So we also have a baby. There's no plan. You are just following what you have seen. There's no purpose. There's no plan for you. You are just in the world. You are just occupying space. And then you follow everybody till the day you check out of the world. And you would never have fulfilled purpose. But I came to tell you that God had a plan for a man before he even formed the garden. God had a purpose and a plan for a man. So he stopped the rain from falling because man was not in place. Could it be that there's a blessing that God has stopped because you are not in place yet? Ah, could it be that you are an answer to a certain prayer of your family, but because you are not in place, God hasn't brought that answer? Could it be that because you don't know the purpose, the true purpose of your life, you are wasting your life? Because it's not, life is not about going to work and getting money. That is not life. There's more to life than that. Life is not just about existing and paying bills. There's more to life than that. Life is not about just going, waiting to grow and growing and getting married and getting, having children. There's more to life than that. There has to be. Life is about fulfilling purpose. I say life is about fulfilling purpose and fulfilling destiny. Don't die until you have located your purpose in life and fulfilled it. You know, there are some people in the Bible, Bible said, now, Lord, I can go home and sleep. For my eyes have seen. I have fulfilled purpose. I was supposed to identify the baby Jesus and I've identified the baby Jesus so now I can go to bed. David said that now I can sleep with the fathers. Why? Because I have fulfilled purpose. You, you, you must die a satisfying death. A satisfying death is when you have fulfilled purpose. I came to this earth for a reason. This is the reason why I was born. This is the reason why I was made. And I fulfilled it. So now I can check out. Some of us, we don't discover our purpose until death. They say that the richest place on the earth is the graveyard. Where books that were supposed to be written were never written. Music that was supposed to be composed was never composed. Literary works that were supposed to be done was never done. 
people who had purpose, who had a solution for the earth, died without fulfilling the solution. Can you imagine if the guy who discovered electricity hadn't fulfilled electricity before he died? How the earth, how poor the world would be. Can you imagine the one who the right brothers did not fulfill their purpose of discovering the airplane? How poor the world will be. But don't go too far. Can you imagine how poor the world is because you haven't discovered your purpose? Because you may be the next right brothers. You are supposed to discover something that's a solution that the world is waiting for. But you are wasting your time on TikTok. See, God is glorified when you and I fulfill purpose. How many have been blessed by this church? Assuming I did not fulfill the purpose of being here to have this church started. How many of us, your life wouldn't be as rich as it is now? Maybe God wants you to also be a start of a church somewhere to fulfill somebody's purpose, to show somebody the essence of life. And you are sitting down, twiddling your thumb. And will not work for God. Because you are working for, uh, what do you call it? Unilever. And so you feel that you have achieved. But no, Unilever is just a means to an end. It's just a means, just for survival. Your real purpose is something else. Hallelujah. Am I talking to somebody? Ephesians chapter 1. You haven't read the Bible. Let's read the Bible. From verse 5 to 11. I want to read it in the NLT. If it's okay. God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family. By bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do. And it gave him great pleasure. So, we praise God for the glorious grace he has poured out to, on us who belong to his dear son. He is so rich in kindness and grace and he has purchased our freedom with the blood of his son and forgave our sins. He has showed his kindness on us. He has showered his kindness on us and along with all wisdom and understanding. God has now revealed to us his mysterious will regarding Christ, 
which is to fulfill his own good plan. Hallelujah. I want you to circle, if you, are, you can circle the, 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 your, the Bible, circle the word mysterious plan. Mysterious will regarding Christ, which is to fulfill his own good plan. Listen, God has a good plan. I say God has a good plan. And this is the plan, verse 10. At the right time, he will bring everything together under the authority of Christ. Everything in heaven on, and on the earth. Furthermore, because we are united with Christ, we have received an inheritance from God. For he, chooses, he chose us in advance and he makes everything work according to what? His plan. God has a plan. And you are included in that plan. I said God has a plan. It's mysterious but includes you. It was a mysterious plan. Because the Bible said had they known they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Because they didn't know that by crucifying him, they were releasing a lot of Christ. Including you and I. If they had known, they would have left him alone. But it was part of his mysterious plan to allow them to crucify him. It was part of his mysterious plan to allow you to go through everything you have gone through because it was part of his plan to bring you to a place to sit where you are sitting today to hear what you are hearing today. Amen. It was part of the mysterious plan. We have been included in that plan because he has a purpose to achieve on the earth and that purpose includes you. Somebody say, I am included. I have a purpose. Say it like you mean it. I say, I have a purpose on the earth. The reason why your index print is unique and cannot be replicated is because you have a unique purpose that no one can replicate. There is nobody who has the same fingerprint as I do. Even if I, were, if I were a twin, there is no twins or triplets who have the same identical fingerprint. You may have come to the earth on the same day at the same time, but you have your unique purpose. That marks you upside from your twin brother, your twin sister, or anybody else. Never die without this fingerprint making sense. Ah, I don't know whether you understand what I'm saying. Never die without making this fingerprint make sense. There was a boy in my school many, many years ago. And this guy was a terrorist. When we say a terrorist, he was a terrorist. You know, we used to have a, a place where they sell food. And um, 
like on break time, everybody goes to a place. That, it's called a day boys market. They go and buy food. And this guy was called Tishmak. Tishmak will sit at the day boys market. If you're a young, young boy, somebody has sent you to go buy food. You go and buy the food. As soon as you bring the, you buy the food on your way, he'll call you and take the food off you. He doesn't care who sent you. He doesn't care whether it's yours or not. He will take it and he will eat it. And that's the end of it. He was a terrorist. Tishmak the terrorist. And then one day, Tishmak went out to the nightclub in the night and he got drunk. The terrorist got drunk. And, um, you know, it was rainy, a very rainy day. You remember that story? And he was trying to cross a gutter. The gutter is no bigger than from here to about here. And because he was drunk, he could not scale the gutter. So Tishmak fell into the gutter. And because of the rushing of the water, because of the rain, Tishmak was taken into the sea. And he drowned. For three days, they couldn't find his body. Then after the third day, his body was washed ashore. I was in first year. I've never seen people rejoice over the death of one person ever in my life. But I remember that particular day that the news broke that Tishi was dead. That day, the food in the day boys market got finished early. Because all the youngsters came out buying food and rejoicing over the death of this guy. And I remember when his body was brought to the, the school. His body was brought in, um, they brought this whatever, Hest, and for the last time, and instead of people crying, people were rejoicing. And they put, the, the, the car stopped. And when the car stopped, the, the, his friends were sad and crying, but the rest of us were rejoicing and very happy. And when the Hest finally moved, the engine oil or something deposited a, you know those black oil and we made a monument with it and called it Tishmak. So the only mark Tishmak left was the greasy spot in the place. He never fulfilled any purpose. I told you that story to tell you that don't die a foolish death. Don't die a death without fulfilling purpose. 
Your purpose must not be a greasy spot on the tarmac on the road. You are washed by rain because you are drunk. Hallelujah. Every one of us here, you have a unique purpose to fulfill. If Paul fulfilled a purpose and said, I have run the race, I have finished my course, I have, I have fought a good fight, and now there is a, a crown waiting for me. And not only me, but anyone and everyone that believes. It means that all of us have a race to run. All of us have a fight to fight. All of us have something that is expected of us. So that the day we are checking out of this place, we would have fulfilled it. Don't let this year pass without you fulfilling purpose. I said, don't let this year pass without you fulfilling purpose. If I were you, I would ask the Lord, give me what my purpose is. Hallelujah. Let me give you a couple of reasons why you need to find your purpose. The reasons why you need to find your purpose. Number one, by knowing your purpose, you can reduce meaningless work. Some of us, we are in the wrong jobs. Some of us, we are doing the wrong course. Some of us, we are in the wrong place at the wrong time. Because we don't know our purpose. <laughs> Pastor Sam says that, his teacher used to say that, some of you are breaking meaningless records. <laughs> you are breaking silly records. That don't make sense. <laughs> meaningless records. Because you don't know what your purpose is. part of the world say people have, I've given myself I want to be an athlete and your 100 meter uh, is 15 seconds where are you taking 15 seconds to when the, the, the female uh, record is 9.8 something you are a grown man you are doing 15 seconds say you are an athlete instead of going to study Wrong. You are breaking wrong record. You are broken the school record. That was 15 seconds. Now you have brought it 14 seconds. You can reduce meaningless work. Some of us will waste hours because we don't have a purpose. Number two. It will increase your motivation. If you know why you have to get out of bed. See, if you are doing a job that you clock watch, you are in a wrong job. 
when it's 11 o'clock, you lift up your head and look, oh, roll on 5 o'clock. Uh, how many know what I'm talking about? Not you, but you know somebody who knows somebody. <laughs> oh, roll on 5 o'clock. You yawn. They go and make endless coffee trips. And you say hello, you stop at every desk to say a little chit-chat before you go and sit back down. Only to get up again in 20 minutes later to do it all over again. You're in the wrong place. Because when you're in the right job, but you lift up your head and it's 9 p.m. So where did the time go? And the job hasn't finished. It's like you are sleeping and you are dreaming and imagining things. I'll do this, I'll do that, I'll do this. That is when you are The people who work in this office, they will tell you. Sometimes you come in there, by the time you realize it's nine o'clock, say, hey, where did the time go? You wouldn't have realized that nine hours has passed and you've been. Because when you are doing things that you feel that this is your purpose, it's like it's so easy to do, it gives you motivation. You never get tired. You never get tired. You never feel ill. The whole of uh, Christmas, oh, my whole house, my whole house, everybody was sick in bed. Very, very sick. I mean, sick, 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 sick. 31st, I got up from my sick bed to church and from church back to my sick bed. But if I didn't told you, you wouldn't realize. Because when you have a motivation, sickness doesn't have a hold on you. Uh, I don't know whether you understand what I'm saying. When you have, when you feel that this is my, this is my calling. This is what I am. I am meant to do. Nothing can hold you. Don't phone in sick. Imagine that if I call that. <laughs> Reverend Dr. Sam, <laughs> unfortunately, <coughs> you know how you make your voice, <laughs> hello, 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 <coughs> I'm not feeling very well at all, so, <coughs> are you okay, oh, what's happening, you don't sound, you sound terrible, so, I have been very ill, I can't, I can't even walk, so, so you take a couple of days off. I'll check on you on uh, Friday to see if you had, you'll be in next week. <laughs> Thank you. That is when the thing that you are doing, you know that is not where you are supposed to be. Hallelujah. It will increase your motivation when you are at the right place. Number three, very quickly. It will allow concentration and achievement to also happen. Listen, this year is a year of achievements. I said this year is a year of achievement. If you haven't bought a house before, this year you are buying a house. 
If you haven't married before this year, you are getting married. If you haven't had a baby before this year, you're having a baby. By the time December 31st comes, you would look back and say, I've achieved this, I've achieved that, I've achieved this, I've achieved that all in one year. Some of you are dreaming about a certain business. That is your calling. Start it. You achieve more with that than this. You call and say, I'm not feeling well. You check, I said, uh, April is coming. I haven't taken any sick days. So at least from now to April, I can do a sicky, you know, in the next couple of weeks. So that at least by the time the year has ended, my sicky, I've used my sicky. Not you, but somebody who's sitting behind you. <laughs> Don't use any sicky thing. Yeah. Hallelujah. Some of you in this room, you are supposed to synergize with somebody to start a business here. But you are chasing shadows. You are chasing certain... When you find purpose, don't chase money, chase purpose. I said, don't chase money, chase what? Purpose. In Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2 and 3, the Bible says that looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame. They were spitting on him and he despised the spit. The spit and the quips, he despised it because he knew what was said before him. What he, he the, the, the achievement or the purpose, the target that was set before him was more than the spit and the beatings. That the beatings and the spit and the spitting could not, could not restrain him from achieving that purpose. Hallelujah. That is our example. We have to look at him. Amen. And now he sat down at the right hand of the throne of the father. He has achieved purpose. He went through the cross to achieve purpose. We have to go through the cross to achieve purpose. We have to know what our purpose is. It took him 30 years to find his purpose. And it took him only three years to achieve the purpose. Did you hear what I said? It took him 30 years to do what? Find his purpose in three years. Which means that when you find your purpose, you run faster. You run 30 times faster when you find your purpose. Ask yourself, what is my purpose? Why am I here? Why did the rain stay till I was in place? What am I in place to do? If the rain stopped until I got into place, then there must be a reason for me being here. And I've got to discover, maybe it has to do with the ground that I'm walking on. Maybe it has to do with tilling the ground. Because if I am tilling the ground, the rain will be released. 
Then let me tell some of us, our, the financial rain has blocked because you are not in place and you are not tilling the ground. You are not meant to rent your entire life. You have to be a landlord. Uh, I don't come from here. No, 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 no. Everywhere the soul of your foot shall thread. God has given you the land. The earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof. Everywhere is yours. You come from everywhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. You shall be blessed in the city and blessed in the field. Let's read Deuteronomy 28. I'll close with Deuteronomy 28. And that's your prophecy for this year. Give me Deuteronomy 28 from verse 2, verse 3. Bible says that blessed shall you be in the city and blessed shall you be in the country. Which means that you'll be blessed in this country. You'll be blessed in wherever you come from. You own a house in this country. You own a house wherever you are coming from. You own a business in this country. And you own a business in wherever you are coming from. Oh, I'm not getting anybody to, to receive what I'm saying. Verse 4 says what? Verse 4 says that blessed shall be the fruit of what? Your body. Your children will come out well. I say your children will come out well. There will not be any barren in this assembly. I say there will not be any barren person in this assembly. I declare that everyone in this assembly is fruitful. In this year, your baby is going to be born. I say in this year, your baby will be born. The, the produce of your ground will increase. Your business will increase. Your heads will grow. Listen, start businesses. You don't need more than 50 pounds to start a business. If you, don't, you don't have any business acumen. All you know is TikTok. This TikTok must die. This TikTok must die. What comes easy to you? What is it that you do easily? Package it and sell it. Everyone in this place, in this place, every one of us have something you can do easily that nobody can do. There's a unique USB. A USB that only you can provide. Why don't you package it? Do it well and sell it. You can talk. Learn to talk. And let the world pay you for your service. Uh, let me go on, let me go on, let me go on, let me go on, let me go This year, the Lord told me that my church members will be blessed. This year, the Lord told me that my church members will be wealthy. And he gave me an instruction that I have to challenge you to be wealthy. So this year, I'll challenge you to be wealthy. This year, I'll challenge you to sow more than I've ever done before. This year, I'll challenge you to do things you don't think you have never been comfortable to do. I'll challenge you to give somebody something. Not to give the church. 
I'll challenge you. I'll call you. Say, give this person 10,000. Yeah. Whether you have it or not, I will challenge you to do it. I will challenge you this year to help somebody buy a house. Yeah. You can join or you can leave the church and find somebody somewhere else if you are not comfortable with it. But it's an instruction I've received and I'll carry it out. Hallelujah. You know, you know me if you have been here for a while, you know that me and this type of offering, collect money, I don't do that. We don't, before you came, we have bought this building and paid for it. We don't owe one penny before you came. So it's not your money we are looking for. All right? Let, let me finish. <laughs> Increase of your cattle and your offspring. The offspring of your flock. Hallelujah. Your church will grow. I say your ministry will grow. Ah, you didn't hear what I said. Your ministry will grow. Yeah. Your church will buy their building. You have a church building. You two, you start your church. How many are going to start a church this year? God bless you, brother. God bless you, brother. God bless you, brother. Yeah, God bless you. You start your church. Number five. Blessed shall you be your... Have I done this? Blessed shall be your basket and your kneading bowl. Your business will be blessed. I say your business will be blessed. Your side job will also be blessed. Your basket is your business. Your kneading bowl is your side job. That side job that you have been doing will also be blessed. Hallelujah. Next one quickly. <laughs> blessed shall be Shall you be when you come in and blessed shall you be when you go out? It means you have favor everywhere you go. You go into an office, people who don't know you will favor you. You go into a place and people will just like you. When you come, you bring grace. When you come, you bring grace. When you go out, you bring grace. Hallelujah. Yesterday, I met somebody. And I don't know, I've never met him before. I've been speaking to him, but I've never met him. And when I met him, I said, hello. He said, oh, I've been talking to you for a long time. God bless you. He shook my hand. And he held my hand for a bit. Then I could feel that he was shaking. And I was like, oh, yeah. Then I, I took my hand back. And... Whatever I was looking for, he gave me. Then, when I sat in my car, he said, he sent me a text. It was very good to meet you, finally meet you. He said, do you know Pastor Paul? I said, who is that? I said, from where? So he's my pastor. I never told this guy I'm a pastor. I've never even told this guy that I'm a Christian. He doesn't know me from Adam. I don't know him from Adam. But when he shook my hand, he went and did some research. 
And he, he knew that some, I was somebody. Then he came up. I didn't know that all along you were a pastor. But when I shook your hand, I felt something. So I asked. I sent your name to my pastor. He said, oh, I know him. You have a certain presence. I say you have a certain presence. When you come in, you, the, the people will feel that presence. When you go out, people will feel that presence. Hallelujah. Blessed shall you be when you come in and you be when you go out. Verse 7, quickly. The Lord will cause your enemies who rise against you to be defeated before your face. They shall come against you in one way and they will flee seven ways. Every plot of the enemy will be revealed to you. I say every plot of the enemy will be revealed to you. Before they plan, there will be confusion amongst them as they are trying to plan against you. The Lord will command these blessings into your storehouse and in all which you set your hand to do. He will bless you in the land which the Lord your God is giving you. Stand to your feet.